I'll hit the I'll hit the start recording button. The button. Which, as buttons do, now says stop recording because that's what it would do if I hit it again. But Dude, there, there's a part that. of my brain that likes like, I hate like, that wait, about did, buttons. It's like I, I don't have a I don't as have a better solution. Yeah. Well, I mean, just in general, like, you know, it, 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 this is the nature of any sort of like informational toggle is if the information you have is that it is or is not toggled, then that doesn't tell you anything. So you throw a label on there and then, you know, because like this is not a problem with light switches, because when you turn on the light switch, something happens. You can install a light switch, you can wire it upside down so that like down is on and up is off. Um, that's just me assuming that up is on is a universal experience, but you know, it seems to be the common thing, but like, it's not a problem for a light switch in a house because the light turned on. You have right, immediate the feedback, feedback is the light being on or off. Although yeah. not in my house, Josh, not in my house. I well, well sure. Like, like if, if things are, I don't know what they do <laughs> in theory, in theory, like, you know, <laughs> yes. complications of wiring and whatnot aside. Yes. But a well-designed a system, that's how it works. Yeah. You have a very explicit feedback and there's, it's, it's hard to do that admittedly with like an abstracted web page thing like i hit the button and it switches color background like to white text on red instead of red text on white and switches from start recording to stop recording and like most importantly there's a counter going above that and all those things together okay i understand recording interfaces and i'll say okay well this is what's going on here but there is something to be said for the fact that like a universal thing in almost all like recording hardware and software was a red light turns on when it's recording a small round red light. And when it's on, you know, it's recording and when it's off, you know, it's not. And to some extent, like the broadening and abstracting of these design communications to anybody's different version of a web page or, or whatnot gets away from some of those like, consistent things in a way that like well because everybody's like i'm gonna do something even cleverer and often it doesn't actually work like it's pretty and whatever and it's like it's like this this works fine i'm i'm this is prompted by a widget that i think in general does its job just fine but it still gave me a fucking little yeah anyway this is episode 189 (laughs) of the meta filter uh monthly ish podcast uh i'm josh cortex millard and i'm jessamine and here we are. We are back. Uh, we, had, we had a long pause for just like logistical everything reasons uh, between when we recorded the last podcast and we posted it. So this time we're just going to like get back in there a couple days later and uh, make another one and, and sort of try and uh, make up for some of the lost time. Yeah, we're aware that this is suboptimal. And uh, I hadn't been quite as aware that like people were maybe nervous the podcast had just <laughs> stopped. Without, because that's how things work, right? It's like, oh, right. this guy's a blogger, and then all of a sudden you notice they haven't updated for two years, and you're like, oh, I guess that's over, or yeah. is it just delayed, or whatever. And so this is us being like, yeah, you're right. We'll yeah, we'll, we'll get back on it. And uh, the note I was going to mention is, uh, Josh has historically in the past been uh, the recording engineer assembling these, and then we've had some volunteer help since then. Uh, but we're always looking for more people who can help put a podcast together in kind of a doesn't have to be super fancy slapdash way. We've got a couple people, but if you're somebody who's interested in trying this, we'd be happy to let you try. Yeah. Nah. Excuse me. Whoop. Especially if you're someone with the, 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 the capacity to do some basic mixing and engineering and you ever listen to podcasts, and you're like, you know what I wish they would fucking do? Then hey. <laughs> Now's your chance. Because you be I guarantee you, over over the many years that I was doing the mixing and recording, there were things I thought, you know, you know what I wish I would do? And but I was like, yeah, but I'm not gonna. 
<laughs> so uh, well, anyway, and for anybody is... who listened to the podcast last month with the open source banjo music, opening it up just because <laughs> I just had a little fit and was like, I just need this handled, and I guess it's, I'm going to handle it. Oh, and you did it. I'm not totally sure it. how to handle it. Yeah, um, it's like, <laughs> it's, like it, 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 it's not rocket science, but like you need to have a little bit of a workflow for it, not to be like pulling teeth. It's it's. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, here we are recording. Hey. Uh, that that was our obligatory two minutes of talking about being slow, uh, getting well, an episode out, which is like also has like the two minute obligatory complaints about hardware or software, and so now it's it's a recurring stuff. feature. I feel I feel like someone could go through all the podcasts over the years and clip together a real solid episode of nothing but like variously you and me and Matt in the and old Matt. days uh, complaining about Skype, complaining about browsers, complaining about GarageBand, complaining about call recorder. One of uh, my, you know, favorite memories of Matt is just like getting on the call and having you be like, Ugh, Skype, what is this? <laughs> It was so predictable in a Matt, way that I don't think he saw, but was pretty yeah. obvious to you and I. Matt, Matt has a capacity. This is this is the thing I actually find sort of charming about like how he talks about stuff uh, in in podcast conversation of sounding surprised about things he's absolutely not surprised about because we've had that conversation right. before. What? Yeah, yeah. There's 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 there is some kind of like. Uh, I don't know, California surfer biker culture element of a, you know, blonde, like sun bleached hair, himbo dude, uh, inside of Matt Howie. I was going to say, which is not moments. Matt Howie in any real way. Not generally, but like there's that element, you know, if yeah. there was a, if there was a, what was that uh, movie with the emotions inside of people, uh, inside out. Was that it? Um, I didn't see the it. One with, the, the one like with this, like the little colors that were all yeah. emotions. Yeah, I think one of them special important things. About yeah, feelings. yeah, presumably, you know, may, maybe it was just like my dinner and Andre again. I didn't, I, I didn't see it. Um, but you didn't uh, see it. But yes, I didn't see it. I, I just have not like not not out of like you know antipathy. I just didn't get around to it. I still haven't seen Frozen. Um, Man, I'd see which the is funny because I did Emotions just movie before Frozen. Yeah, well, I mean, Frozen, the, 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 Frozen has a bad fucking message. Well, yeah, but like you know. You're, you're, uh, a lot of my favorite movies have pretty bad messages. I mean, what's what's the message of 2001 other than Alien's going to fuck you up, you stupid 2001 apes. was from a long time ago. Frozen was when we should have known better to like oh, pit sure. sister against sister for the purpose of dramatic. Well, I just took yeah. it very seriously because I have a sister I really care about. And I think creating this kind of artificial... Uh, why they yeah. couldn't hang out for years and years? Just like I if Kate wanted to build a snowman, you would make a snowman with Kate. Like that's just the way it would. Yeah, um, I understand I, that. That's I a have snowman plot trauma. and musical point. Yeah, like like actual, like I mean, like real life or just from that film. No, no, like a little. Like when I was a kid, building snowmen. Like I, we had a thing where my mother sort of ever the underappreciated feminist decided to put like breasts and hips on my snow man <laughs> presumably to make it a snow woman and I came sure. outside and was like what the hell are you doing this is my snowman because I'm I've always been this way you know like what do you no that's yeah uh, and my mother took it the wrong way knocked the entire snowman over and that was one of my more formative, <laughs> formative early wow <laughs> mom has Mental health issues. Yeah. yeah, You know, and that that was before I had any sophisticated understanding about gender. And I I put a picture up of a neighborhood snowman on Malt Chop and I said something about blah, 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 snowman. And somebody was like, we prefer to call them snow persons, winky, winky. And I was like, I don't have time for this. Like, (laughs) (laughs) 
wound up with some comeback that actually worked out really fine. But it occurred to me in that moment that I actually have some unresolved crankiness <laughs> about snow people of all things. So stupid because my mother was, you know, bizarrely inappropriate for no reason. Um, yeah. And just, and I was tiny. And so I don't know. Well, that, that'll teach you to, that'll teach you to embody the patriarchy as a small child. I, I guess. Yeah. So wild, right? And, you know, I was, of course, inconsolable and then uh, probably never made another snowman at home again. And now I love making snowmen, like <laughs> Shit. snow people, whatever the hell they are. I, I was, I I was just I was just doing some math art this morning that like at, at it, in a way resembles uh, snowman very slightly uh, um, because of a weird series of half circles arcing along a sequence of numbers. Uh, but uh, I, I, I think I can bring that back with some context later. That'd be great. I I would like to hear about it with some context later. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just realized this is going to be a long backwards haul from that starting point. So, oh, whatever. Put a pin in it. Yeah, because it would be inappropriate for us on this podcast to go on long tangents. Um, well, uh, businessy parts of the site. Anything on jobs you want to mention? Well, sure. I sure do. Um, Shepard, who I feel like has had a lot of different jobs that we've uh, mentioned in the past, is uh, looking at setting up a Mastodon instance, but just thinking about it. Not not like definitely going to do it, but I guess Shepard is at a university and likes the idea of Mastodon a lot and um, is just sort of interested in a person, maybe, who might be like a marketer and a moderator, but not hosting, not the hoster of a Mastodon instance. Um, and I just thought it was kind of an interesting potential job. Uh, yeah. You know, it's got a pitch involved in it, which means eh, probably not something I would go out for. But like the idea of moderating a Mastodon instance appeals to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh I mean, it's weird, right? Like, we've definitely seen Mastodon go a bunch of different ways, and people have opinions about moderation there. Um, and I just think this is like a neat, a neat opportunity uh, to do some stuff from the from the ground up. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, there's only three jobs, so we can probably, you know, talk about all of them. Uh, Chief the has. Uh, Someone who can automate business processes with a bunch of tools that I've never heard of. Um, and it's either based in Cleveland, Ohio, which, you know, I've heard of Cleveland, Ohio, certainly been there, or Framingham, Massachusetts, which is actually near me. And I believe I have a friend who works at the Framingham Public Library. So that seems cool, although it's also from a month ago. Um, and then Dance Man is looking for an independent contractor, full stack rock star software engineer. Good luck. Um, but, you know, hourly probably pays well. Uh, yeah. Seems like a good thing. And I am looking for uh, a job I should write down, but somebody who can do some Python stuff because we want to build like a little module in Malt Shop. And when I say we, I mean me and Hey, it's Al, who does a lot of really good um, design for us. And then we, we get hamstrung at the point at which we need to implement it on the site because it's all volunteer coders and blah, blah, blah. Um, if you're a person who wants to work a couple hours on a sort of spec project to do like an ad deck in Python in a very simple website, hit me up. All right. Yeah, you should put that up. I should put it up, except I don't even understand it. 
Like yeah, well. <laughs> it, it's like the blar blar pythony blar. I don't know what it is. And also like, if I could just talk about how many things I'm dealing with with like male idea guys, uh, and someone should implement this vague yeah. limp hand waving, and me being like, dude, it's literally just typing words on a piece of paper and hitting print. Are you serious with me right now? And they are yeah. serious. And uh, so I'm, I'm just trying to keep it pretty. It, it's an interesting, uh, it feels like a very universal thing across a lot of different sort of disciplines where, you know, th- th- having the idea and turning the idea into an actual spec is like the, the gap that people generally aren't prepared to recognize how hard it is to close. Like right. even if, even if the spec wouldn't be super hard, you still need a spec. Like this is something that like, even when I just come up with an idea for a creative project project myself and like anyone who like gets harebrained brainstorms for creative projects will recognize this. There's the point at which you're like, Oh, that would be cool if the thing that I'm vaguely imagining happened. And then you decide to make it happen and you find out just how many hand wavy and then a miracle occurs steps were involved <laughs> so in your true. idea. Because yes. sometimes like sometimes I'm right there. Sometimes like I'm like, oh okay, so I'll do it this way. Boom. And it's great. And sometimes like, okay, but what like there's a bunch of questions that I just avoided answering. Right. By now I've got to get the really style sheet them. to do the fucking thing. Yeah, exactly. And and it's it it there's a real talent in being able to do that sort of like specification and making a concrete plan for an idea. Um, and it's it's great if that's something that you can do along with the implementing a thing. But if you don't have both those skill sets, it's great to recognize the need for someone else to fill it in. And uh, yeah, and, and I feel like we yeah. we talk about this probably every podcast. But like, yeah, the idea of the admin involved in whatever a thing is. Yeah, you know, the clipboard person, and you know, yeah. I'm good at it, but uh, I just I'm going to be on a panel an all-male-but-me panel at a library conference in March, and I'm, you know, zooming in from home, and I agreed to do it, and then I looked at the description for the panel, and it describes what all three men are doing on the panel and doesn't mention me at all. Jesus fucking... And and I'm just homicidal, because, like, this is my life always, but I'm like, really? I've also got to be the person who tells the person to not forget about me while being asked specifically to be on this thing? Really? Yeah. yeah. And you know, I'm 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 not even mad about it, but I was just like, oh my god. And mercifully, the person who asked me to be on the panel was like, oh, like horrified at the proper level, and so it's going to get resolved. But it's just Good. like, really, still yeah. 2022, honestly. Yeah, that's that's shit. Garbage people. Um, but I think that's every job. All right. And I have a very nice, uh, my favorite project. Hit me. It's the Daily Merp. It's a cat <laughs> blog from Ignacnacht. <laughs> and as you know, Ignacnacht is a personal fave anyhow because uh, he comes up with a whole bunch of stuff and I really like it. And also they have a cat named Bonus Cat. And I also have heard that Ignacnacht may be moving uh, closer to where my sister lives, which would be cool if true. And I, I don't know more than that because my sister ran into J.P. Doan at voting and uh, they were talking and that may be the news. Nice. Yeah. These are, these are some good cats. Yeah. Quality cats. And it's just, you know, it's just sort of adorable. Wiley walking on a piano. Hell yeah. Yeah. Good cat stuff, Ignacht. 
Yeah, and I think we should call out, because I'm not 100% sure you're going to do it, even though you probably should, was the uh, finishing my grandfather's menorah thing that you made. Yeah. Which, I mean, let's. why don't you talk about it a little bit? All right. Well, yes. Uh, this was... Uh I, I did a write-up, so I won't talk through the whole thing because, like, you can go read the post that talks through the whole thing. But basically, uh, several years ago, I started doing stained glass just on a whim. And when my parents found out, they were like, oh, hey, do you want your grandpa's stuff? And I was like, what? what? My grandpa's what? Um, and it turns out that my grandpa Milt, my dad's dad, um, had been doing stained glass before he died. Uh, and he died, you know, decades ago. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but you knew and, him, right? Yeah, I, I knew him. Like, like I, I didn't know him well because, like, I was really just a kid. But, like, you know, I, I have fond memories of him in sort of like a quiet paternal figure sort of way when we would visit them down in San Diego. Um, but I had no idea about the stained glass stuff. I, you know, um, I knew he played organ because I was like a precocious little musician. And so I was anytime I saw a keyboard, I wanted to play it. And they had an organ at their house. And so he, like, tried to teach me some organ type stuff. Have we talked um, about the, like, grandpas with organs things? We must have, right? Because my grandpa was an organist. I don't know if we have, yeah. Because, uh, yeah. It, it, and fucking around with organs when I was a little kid was, like, super fun because they were so weird. Cooler than yeah. pianos. Yeah. I mean, they, they were different. It's interesting. I, I, I kind of prefer the piano to the organ as a musical interface just because just I really an like organ the touch... Well, I like the touch sensitivity of a piano, and like organs by default don't do that, which kind of makes sense. It's not what they're built for. Yeah, a lot of lot of digital synthesizers also by default don't really do touch sensitivity. Although, like that's much more right. The more expensive ones do, right? Um, But like the weightedness of the keys in particular, like I I have like. I, I don't trust my ability to hold my fingers exactly in space where I want them enough to like manage to not depress a, an unweighted key accidentally while sort of lining my hand up on a keyboard. So a piano yeah. is nice because you've got that little bit of pushback. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I get it. I get it. Yes. I've got another – I have another set of grandparents who also had an organ. So, uh, you know, it's like, yeah. I, well, I think, you know, having an organ was more of a thing back in the day. Um anyway, Well, it was yes. a very churchy thing, which I think yeah, in which, America which, yeah, we've like, lost our – not quite as in touch with, but that was like my yeah. grandpa's thing. Like he was like the church organist on weekends, kind of, but also had an organ at home because he was fancy like that. Yeah, I, I and I, I think grandpa. Like I don't know if he did anything in sort of a Jewish liturgical context there, but like I think it was mostly like he was a jazz guy. So you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, and so so my parents had been keeping his stained glass glass stuff around it, it, it had moved a couple times after his death and then after grandma moved and then after grandma's death and i guess it ended up in their basement and so they they brought it over um and i didn't know it was in it like i really didn't know what to expect and it was a bunch of stuff including some tools that were useful and some tools that were junk and then this a bunch of little finished pieces and then this like half finished half wrecked uh stained glass menorah piece and at the time i just started doing stained glass and i was like this is i don't even know where to start um and then every year as uh winter came around and hanukkah closer i was like hmm maybe this is a year i should do it And every year i was like ah, i don't know i don't know how there's problems that i haven't figured out how to solve you know i've got the idea but i don't have the spec you know yeah um and uh and then this year, um, I just fucking went for it. Partly because like I had a better idea of maybe how to proceed, and partly out of just like a fucking cussedness of like you know, God damn it, I'm gonna at least start this time. Uh, and so I did, and I solved some problems that had been intimidating me about how to proceed with it. And 
Uh, and I ended up just sort of motoring along, you know, over the course of a few weeks and I got the whole thing put together. And now it's this finished thing that is like half this thing my grandpa made and half this thing that I did to sort of elaborate that and try and both intuit and respect his design decisions while also like making the necessary changes and making my own choices for the unfinished stuff to, you know, make it mine as well. And it's, it was a really, a really satisfying project. It was like, it was... Because usually when I'm making stained glass, I just sort of like, I have the idea first, and then I sit down and design it, and then I, you know, sort of go from there. I pick what glass, I, I cut it through. The whole thing, like, almost all of the decision-making has happened before I, like, really start working on it. Yeah, and this was such you. a different way of having to, like, say, okay, this thing's already in progress. How do I break it a little bit in terms of, like, tearing it out of its old set up just to be able to then start to figure out how to proceed from there and make decisions as I go. And it's like the sort of improvisational aspect of that was really interesting, if also sort of challenging and frustrating in some ways. Um, and yeah, it was just like, it was, it was, it was a real experience to do. And, uh, it was one of those things where like, yeah, I was working at this on this at the same time that, um, the steering council was trying to get uh, some more financial stuff like organized for like the run up to the fundraising stuff, which is like fantastic work that they were doing. And it involved a lot of saying, Oh, Hey, where's this, where's that? And me looking up stuff and figuring out how to pull some, some old data and get that off to them. And that was all fine. Like that was good stuff to have done. And I'm glad that things are more organized in someone else's hands formally yeah, yeah, yeah. now, instead of like lurking in my archives. Um, but it was the most I had thought about Metafilter <laughs> business stuff and Metafilter stuff. Well, and there was a lot a of like, months. we need this, we need this, we need this. Like, there's a lot they needed, and they yeah. wanted it kind of quickly because we yeah. were in kind of a weird jam. Which, like, fine, you know, that makes sense. Know. Like, yeah, get it done. But, uh, but the, the result of that, it turns out, was to like really hoover up a bunch of like feelings that uh, <laughs> I had spent the last few months sort of like trying to like ease away from experience constantly. So like it was, I ended up partly powering through this, I think partly because like if I'm just like head down hours a day working on this thing, I won't be like, you know, dwelling in my anxiety. Right. Um, so it was both, it, yeah, it, it, was, it was a little bit of like a coping mechanism, but also like a nice upside thing to be producing during a time of stress. So uh Yeah. Cool. And yeah, I'm just really happy with how it came out and uh, hoping to get it over to my parents uh, sometime soon and let it uh, probably live there, um, have it hanging up during Hanukkah, which is real late this year. It's, it's, it's what, one of those, 18th? Like, yeah, 18th. I, I got in a snip with my sister about it because we were both sure Hanukkah started at a different time. <sighs> well, is it like, is it, is it, is it the day it starts or is it the evening of the day? But I mean, I was like the 18th and, blah, blah, blah. and she was like, it's the 20 something. Oh, then yeah, she was wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like, it, like, I'm, it, like I'm, it finishes up around Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm a person who's very sort of not as confident in my beliefs always. And she's a mm. person who can sometimes be overconfident in her yeah. beliefs. And so... I remember it even more now because I was right. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. <sighs> but yes, great project. Posted over to Metafilter and uh, nice going. Thanks. Um, let's see. What else? I, I, I've been kind of light on reading projects. Month. I'm trying to figure out which things I plugged into. But there were several things that I liked the look of. I liked um, the look of... Um, the Melanogaster, Melanogaster. We've talked about this, I'm sure. Um, Growing in My Gray, a graphic memoir that also got, um, or part one, I guess, that also got uh, 
posted to uh, Metafilter, and it just, like, you know, I graphic memoirs can be tricky. I have been reading a lot of graphic memoirs that have just, like, come into the library, and a lot of them are written by people who are kind of young to be writing a memoir. Like, I don't, I don't mean to <laughs> tell people how to do memoir, you know what I mean? But it, it often feels funny to read a memoir by someone who is young. Because yeah. you feel like, especially if like it's not about a specific thing, or it's kind of about a thing, but they still have unformed feelings about it, and you're like, oh, you know, this will probably solidify as as you get older, right? I just read one called, I think, Passport, which is about a, a young woman who grows up uh, traveling around the world with her parents. She's not totally sure why. She's always going to like new schools, and then, long story short, it turns out her parents are like intelligence agents but they can never talk about it. And so it's all kind of weird. And she's like becoming kind of a young woman from like an awkward tween and it's complicated, but I don't get the feeling she's much older now that she wrote it. So she's like down on her appearance in all these ways where you're like, you know, eventually you'll probably learn to forgive yourself more and not describe yourself that way. Or you'll settle into your feelings. It just, it just felt like, early for the memoir, and that's one of the things I really appreciated about this memoir, is, yeah, it's about someone who's a little bit more mature in their outlook. Yeah. Um, I did, one of the things that I liked the look of was uh, just the get blogging write-up that... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah! That uh, B-word Merler... Uh, Verd Merler? I, I don't know how he... Uh, like, the, the German style would be like, Verdmüller. Verdmüller. Um But anyway, yes. Um, basically, a roundup of different ways to get blogging and post like it a, in the box. Have you forgotten about the box? Huh? Did I? Did I miss? No, I, I put it. Oh, oh God damn it! I, I posted a note. That fucking. Uh, I'm sure it's really useful for people who need it, but I never need it, and it just causes problems. Is note like a thing where if you are the it's person like a, with the login, visible, you can do a yeah, thing? So, yeah. like, this is where Jess and I start dishing on, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. This, 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 user, this, delete yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, um, that is helpful. Did you post any other <laughs> like links? Because that. all I'm seeing is, like, um, you, 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 No, you, I think you, that's the first you, one I've actually Lamar. posted. I, I, think, right. I think that's just uh, the first one I've posted. You've been doing good linking so far. Hey, thank you. Um, anyway, yes, it's it, it's a little bit prescient because, like, the Twitter thing hadn't quite happened. And boy, I mean, we'll has it that happened? One. I mean, it's it's definitely happened. <laughs> Elon hadn't actually taken ownership yet uh, i think it's the big sort of measuring point oh i see what uh, at you're the saying beginning of November. there was the before um, and the after but it, but it was also looming of like this is maybe gonna happen so i think the whole the spirit is the same there of like hey you know what you know what's good just posting your stuff anywhere else um so yes i appreciate uh him doing the work to round that up was uh, it a little weird that wax pancake shows up like stumping for Substack in the first comment or not i don't know i mean it's kind of in the same it's kind of in the same territory. I don't know. Like that, Waxy gets excited about specific platform stuff he cares about. So yeah. it's not weird for Waxy, but I could see if, like, with just coming in absolutely cold, it might. It's feel just weird. an but, but, odd first comment, and especially yeah. because I am solidly in the fuck Substack. You know, like yeah, well, yeah, I'm kind, I'm, yeah and I'm so kind it just feels too. weird. It's like, oh, yeah. have you thought about Truth Social when you're talking about Mastodon, <laughs> and you're like, oh, what? 
No, stop it. <laughs> I think there might also be a reflection of them being in more regular uh, social media conversation. Yeah. Contact elsewhere, too. Like, it just sort of wanders over here. Yeah. Because um, probably part of the reason Waxy saw that uh, fairly promptly was, like, you know, Ben posting about it uh, wherever. Anyway. Um, but, yeah. No, I, I get you on the well, phone. I was just and, asking yeah. if it felt weird to you because it felt weird th- to me. But, like, I'm not always the greatest judge of weird. I, I, I think if I erase all my context from it, I'd be like, oh, that's kind of weird. Um, but, you know, I have that context. So I'm like, yeah, 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 you know. I have my own blog. Yeah. I have two blogs. Yeah, I mean, I mean, fuck Substack, to be clear. <laughs> no, 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 I get you. Don't don't get me wrong. I don't think you're carrying water for them. But, I just wasn't sure if Waxy was, and it seemed odd. Yeah. I don't I don't think he's carrying water for them. I think he's just sort of like, that's in the sort of zone of stuff where he is like a little bit more like, hey, okay, well, but this is this is, this is is an ongoing current internet platform phenomenon. I'm interested, in, uh, interested and I'm going to talk about it. Like, you know, it's, 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 he lives in a slightly different place in the world than me as far as his relations to that stuff. So... I, I think I'm also kind of used to like seeing, oh, this is one of the things that me and Waxy really agree on. And this is one of the things where like, I'm like, eh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, another thing I want to mention uh, is Adrian Hahn's book. You've been played. I have read this book. Had I, I, yet, had, did I we not to. talk about this? No, uh, I guess it, we it didn't. It hadn't come out yet. It hadn't come out yet. <gasps> I mean, uh, come by out. By inches. Yeah. Um, oh, and my tweet is in this post. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, um, I feel so bad because I was asked to be part of the Metafilter events interviewing oh, Adrian yeah, yeah, yeah. about this. And I was just like, at the time they asked me, I was just way overtaxed. And I was like, I am so sorry. But like, if I'm also part of my own event, I cannot be part of this event, even though yeah. the book's amazing. Adrian did an amazing job. I was super into it, but I didn't feel comfortable being like an interviewer yeah. without well, doing extra work that I didn't have time to do. You know, in the realm of writing checks that our ability to get our shit together uh, may not cash, we could totally have Adrian on the podcast one episode to sort of chat about it. You know, that's a really good idea, actually, because he's very apt at podcasts, and so yeah. it wouldn't... He's apt a- AF. Um, ah! <laughs> I like it. But yeah, anyway, his, it's, his book... Yes. I, I, I'm in the weird spot of I have not yet read the book, but I can fully endorse it because I've been watching him sort of writing it in yeah. bits and pieces for years. Yeah. Um, look, I've, I've had a very thorough experience of Adrian like collecting stuff together and many moments of... Uh, God damn it! Now I have to <laughs> write a new chapter when just shit keeps happening. It's so um, good, like because he's got so many different backgrounds. Like he's made a very successful game that that relies on gamification and and did it right basically. Yeah. He's written about games, and so he understands the gaming world. And he's got a neuroscience background, so he knows a little bit about kind of what's going on in the brain and can talk about all of them with like a sense of humor and not a sense of doom, which I appreciated. Yeah. Yeah, and we've talked about, uh, I'm sure, Zombies Run, the the, the game he uh, has, you know, worked on for, for so long. It's a gamified exercise, which is... Right. One of the healthier things you could use to like try and manipulate people's dopamine centers to get them to do something well, good. Well, and what a lot of people would really like to be able to do and can't, right? One of the things this book talks about a lot, which I think is really helpful, is gamification not done well. 
you yeah. know, places that do, you know, Amazon trying to get gamification to get you to move packages faster or yeah. whatever. Well, and, and, and it's and that's just the thing. crappy. It, 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 it's not even not done well, but done uh, sort of malcompetently Craven, or, or yeah. maliciously. Like, you know, there's a reason like the term Skinner box is not like something that like makes people feel happy when they hear it. Cause like, you know, this was all about establishing just how much you can manipulate behavior uh, rather than like how you can make things good for people. And like, yeah, yeah, there's so much Skinner boxy stuff and, and, and whatnot in the world that exists, not just because someone didn't realize it would be a bad idea, but because they decided that the profit motive for implementing it was more important than like the obvious ethical issues with what they're doing. Well, and you also see it in this book with like companies that create these games that they resell to the big companies. And so their whole motivation isn't even for their own business. It's just to create some turnkey lazy crap that Amazon will want to buy so they don't have to build turnkey lazy crap of their own. Yeah. 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 Yep. Anyway... It's it's a good thing it's Adrian who's writing it instead of someone less capable of like finding a through line because Yeah, boy. and Adrian does manage to wrap it up in a way that doesn't just make you despair for humanity, which I appreciate it. Um bum, bum, bum. Speaking of uh I don't know, sort of gamified interfaces, uh Sagernation wrote uh, more, more info for Netflix. So if you're a person that watches Netflix on your desktop or laptop machine, as opposed to like mobile, there's a whole bunch of clickety things that are irritating. And the whole goal is to kind of draw you deeper into Netflix, not actually help you understand what you might be wanting to watch. And this is literally a thing where you get an extra button to get the more info stuff before you have to start watching the thing, basically. Yeah. Just a little a little Chrome extension. I yeah. love it. It makes me happy. Um, any other projects you want to specifically call out? There's a couple months of stuff, so there's no way we're getting through all of it anyway. Um, yeah, no, I think, I think, that's, I think that's good for, for now, but just, you know, it's been nice seeing projects fill up with cool stuff. People do cool stuff. And I guess we should also mention the MeFi Mall, which nobody has been promoting because I guess it's my thing. Uh, but like, you know, there's a holiday gift shop thing. And you can submit your shop and it can get approved and you can get coupons to buy stuff from Metafilter people. And it's probably a little late in the year for shipping, but the mall is there and uh, it's kind of neat. I like it. Somebody ought to make a a MetaTalk post. You better shut up. (laughs) I am already Um. putting together a MetaTalk post in my head, thanking the steering committee for doing significantly more work than they signed on to do because all of this fundraiser stuff and the MeFi event stuff has been amazing. Yeah. No, it's been it's been really, really pleasing to just sort of see that stuff going by um the last uh several weeks. It's it's great seeing people getting the shit done. Warms my warms warms my little heart. Um should we do some metafilter? Well, okay. Shall we transfer to metafilter and talk about the Twitter thing? Because we pro- both probably want to like curse about something or other. Sure. I actually stayed away from that post, but I'd be happy to just talk about the idea. And yeah, yeah let's transfer to metafilter. And also, I probably should have mentioned this earlier, but I've got like a hard stop in an hour. 
Yeah. Which should not be uh, a problem, but I didn't mention <laughs> it because I have to go to work at the library. Yeah. Well, uh, for 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 context on all this, uh, I'll, I'll link to the original like sort of Twitter huge thread. It went to like fifteen hundred comments Good over the Lord. course of uh, over the. Course I thought we of, didn't uh, have mega threads anymore. You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> here's a, here's a, here's here's a thing specifically in terms of like drama responses. Um, the, the Twitter discussion was so active on uh, XOXO's Slack, which I spent a lot of time on. Um, there's a there's a channel there called Tech Culture, which is sort of about mostly beefing about like uh, internet and Silicon Valley and tech sure. culture. Although every once in a while someone posts something that's actually good news, but generally that's the beefing about stuff. And like when NFTs were fucking inescapable for a while, we started doing like a daily NFT thread over there. So people would just like round up links about terrible NFT and blockchain and crypto bullshit in one place. And they would post one of those every day or every few days. And with the Twitter stuff in the last month, it's been the same thing. It got to the point where it's like, we're going to have a daily Twitter thread. Um, and Annie McMillan, one of the guys who runs XOXO was referring to them as mega threads. I think just like total coincidence. Like I, yeah. I don't think I don't think McMillan's like a Mephi guy at all. Um, um, and it's just like it was like a dagger to my heart. It's like oh no, the virus is. Like, <laughs> I know we didn't invent the context, the concept of mega threads. I know it's something that people could independently come to. Sure, sure, but sure. Like, but just calling it that. The, the word. Yes, it's like oh shit. Like you know, it's like oh no, it's my shitty ex is back. Yes. Um, but anyway, so yes, we have a fifteen hundred comment thread that started with the run up to the the sale or the sale itself. And then there's like a more recent one that's still open and active. That's only like, I don't know, 500 comments or something. Cause things have sort of like cooled down a little bit. Uh, but yes, if you need some, if you need a couple of Metafilter threads about it, they're, they're actually not bad as like Metafilter style, big rolling roundups of like everything that was happening over time. But yeah, Elon Musk bought Twitter or was forced to go ahead and buy Twitter. I don't fucking, whatever. The point is he owns it and he's like doing the shittiest job imaginable. And and for a lot of people who aren't part of extremely online culture, the thing that I think is confusing to them is they're like, isn't he just like a shitty boss? And I'm like, well, no, he took a public site, made it private, paid too much for it, and now is talking about how it's, quote, losing money on unquote, when it's just debt service because he paid all this money for it and is making some bad decisions because he's in a weird situation where, unlike the other companies he started, Twitter had an existing infrastructure and nobody, part of that infrastructure was not to protect the infrastructure from Elon, infrastructure that like SpaceX and Tesla have hard-coded into it. Right. There's a, a great comment about this uh, that I read on Tumblr that I actually just pulled out of this thread, which I think summarizes that part really well. And so my friends here who barely use Twitter are like, I don't get it. Like, why is it such a, you know, and it's Yeah, it's yeah why does it matter? Explain. Okay, yeah. okay, a shitty guy owns it, whatever. Like, lots, lots of people who own companies are shitty guys. And right, most of them want to have probably. dinner with them. Yeah. And, and usually you don't have to like hear them or read their fucking newsletter, but you know, whatever it's, it's, but yeah, Twitter, Twitter as a thing that has struggled for its entire, you know, lifetime to find a balance for some of the, 
uh, scale issues that it created for itself, you know, granted, like it's always had trouble with moderation. It's always had trouble with like what the actual sort of culture and what the worst parts of the culture. Right. Even are. when nominally well-meaning people were more in charge. I mean, I'm yeah. saying nominally, I'm not saying I'm not carrying water for Twitter guys either. But yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I will say this. I, I know for a fact they had a trust and safety for Twitter department. Who were, yeah. Like trying to actually get some stuff done. I think it may have been like, you know, sort of a, a, a quixotic. Uh, goal even with the best intentions because you don't make something that big and then not have these problems. But, you know, so some people were trying and yeah, trust and safety was trying, you know, and so Twitter has at least made some progress on some fronts over the last few years. Um, Most of which has been rolled back in the last month. Yeah. Elon is aggressively fucking like throwing that shit out. Like, you know, but like, Honestly, like there, there's a lot of Trump comparisons there, but like Trump coming into power and just like undoing anything he could that like Obama had done uh, just to undo it, you know, that sort of vibe. And like it's been it has been an aggressive month of overt shittiness on Maine from the billionaire who over leveraged himself to buy this company. And in doing so, like literally everyone else who gets use out of that site and was hopeful about those aspects of the culture improving is getting fucked by this sudden like explosive regression and that sucks it sucks so much like like in insofar as massive scale public social media or massive scale social media is a kind of public service public utility like shitty guy buys like the 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 some random company and, and ruins their product line. Okay, that sucks. You like that product. Shitty guy buys the water bureau. Right, or buys like, the post office. Yeah, all of a sudden, you know, you've got a different sort of problem. And that's, it's a very 21st century issue. Like, we really haven't had this specific kind of shitty pseudo public space catastrophe play out in this way before. You know, usually it's the guy who started the uh, thing before it got big who's fucking it up, not someone wandering in later because they want to, you know, shit on the kitchen table and someone kept telling them no. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah. I, I'm interested in it, you know, personally, just as someone who both, you know, used and uses Twitter for um, stuff, you know, reaching librarians who I like to talk to, although I've still got Facebook for that, of all things. Um, <laughs> but also somebody who's interested in, like, moderation and the way, you know, comms works at various companies and is someone who's really curious about Mastodon, Um and found like the librarian Macedon. Oh God! The other thing is this all-male <laughs> panel at this library conference. One oh, right, that the- was pre-roll. <laughs> oh, did I not mention? Oh, that? Or, no, no, no. Maybe I think I, I, think I mentioned it during. The yeah, live. I think I think you did. I think you did. But basically, one of the three dudes, uh, who might be a Metafilter guy, I don't know. But one of the things in the description was just like, "Hey, and learn about blah blah blah." You know, Macedon URL that might be the new like destination for librarians, and I'm like, "What?" Because like, there's already like a Macedon instance called Glamorous G L A M M R dot U S, which is like galleries, libraries, <laughs> archives, and museums, and so it's cool, right? And there's yeah. librarians there, and it's fine. Um, whatever you land where you land. Um, but I was like, "Oh." is Brian doing one too? Like I should go look and see if there's any there there. And I went and looked at it and there's like six people. Yeah. Well, I mean, and so technically he's just trying to make that happen. It's, you know, join us at fetch.social. Well, um, exactly. 
Exactly. But I was so mad because like there's an existing instance. There's no reason, as we were talking about forks earlier, there's no reason to fork the library community. Like if there's already a place for librarians, just fucking use that. Damn it. And like sort of a, a general thing there, like, like, you get shitty situations like that, but one of the things that strikes me is you get those shitty situations part and parcel with a more general sort of explosion of alternatives. It's one of the big things that like I find interesting about the last month is like how much the idea of like, okay, well, where are we going? Yeah. You know, yeah. and what are we doing next has been part of like the vibe. Um like I'll 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 throw links to a couple other threads about uh, other social media platform things that we've had in the last month. There's one on co-host. There's uh, one on uh, Mastodon. Well, there's been a couple on Mastodon, but I'll, I'll link one that I think is like the sort of the central discussion. Um, well, and it's really interesting because I think for a lot of us, seems to me, like besides like TikTok. Which was like, it wasn't like there was a bunch of different TikToks and you had to pick yours. Like the idea of figuring out who or where your people are based on not that much information, to be honest, you know, because like the instances, many of them are not that differentiated. Like I had initially, when I signed up for Mastodon, signed up for Octodon.social, which was kind of one of the original-ish kind of places. And i like it. it you know it was run by kind of a trans anarchist person and i just really liked where they came from but now that i i'm really looking at maybe a post twitter world in a way i wasn't then i think i want to be on a place that has more librarians but i'm less paying attention to the moderation aspects because i feel in the librarian community it doesn't matter as much um but i think for a lot of people that whole i mean it's in a way in a weird way like it, it feels like home ownership right like well, what things about this are important to me and what things about this I feel other people think should be important to me but aren't important to me and what things are not important, you know, or what are important to me that people think shouldn't be important to me kind of thing. So it's fascinating, yeah. I think, like, you know, learning learning about your mind and learning about what you want now as opposed to maybe when you started Twitter, which may have been, you know, 15 years ago now. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that, that that's, that, that's, it's part of the territory I've been finding myself thinking about a lot too. Like one of the one of the things I don't think I ever got around to putting this into like a comment on a Metafilter thread, but one of the things that as I've looked at Mastodon, especially like like I feel like the dominant sort of uh, discourse uh, overall in the Twitter. I mean, discourse question, is another great example. Speaking of, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the the the, the, the cap- discourse discord. Yeah, yeah. Well, two different things. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but I feel like there's been a real, and maybe it's just been my perspective, but I think also this is maybe actually sort of one of the big through lines has been like Twitter to Mastodon. Will Mastodon be the new Twitter? Will Mastodon replace Twitter? People talking about what's good about Mastodon, people talking about how Mastodon can't possibly be Twitter. You know, it can't do what Twitter does. And like... Well, and a lot these, of sort of think PC. Yeah, like there's, there's a lot of like low-hanging fruit if you want to like have a take like something built around that and a sort of like some sort of like simplified binary take on the question is well, a good the way to do number of people that. who have said they were leaving twitter and then didn't go yeah yeah that's which is not so many shocking but boy i'm shocked. i have been i i, I have uh, 
I've I've seen uh, Twitter emigrations to Mastodon enough times that like like a portion of the people stick around. This one is definitely like the biggest and feels well, like and the it's not like I'm going to Mastodon. It's like I'm never commenting here again. Right. Three right. days later, I'm yeah, back, and, like, and you're like, yeah, Come just on, have guy. some self reflection. Like I I have basically stopped using Twitter and I really hate that I feel I need to do that but my account's still open and I'm not declaring myself gone I'm saying I'm spending my time elsewhere here is where and just trying to keep myself from interacting except for the specific cases where there's something that is an existing personal relationship where that's the only way it's going to happen. Like I have a friend I DM with who like, I don't even use Twitter DMs that much, but like I DM with her about like, you know, art and math stuff sometimes. And I'm not going to make her go somewhere else to contact me until such time as like, I I feel like the only thing I can do is shut down the account. But, but yeah, I've been off it and it's, it's weird. It's a weird change to, to not be, uh, to not be using it. Yeah. Um, And I mean, for me, I've been off it, not like a little not super much i've been definitely like hanging there less but and and trying to hang in mastodon more and yet there's a couple things about mastodon like you know i got called into some conversation about some metafilter thing and i didn't want to be in it right like and <laughs> i <laughs> that's not what i wanted my feed to be and then there yeah. i was yeah and there's no way to just mute a thread the way you can on Twitter. And oh, you know, I think, so, I so think some, there is, but I don't know offhand how to do it. You can mute a person. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I haven't had to do it on Mastodon. But I don't really, think so you I, can remove yourself from a thread, or at least I didn't see it in the mobile yeah. Mastodon app. And it may be like a feature that exists, but that isn't. Yeah, but you have to surfaced. know how to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was interesting, and I'm certainly not complaining about Mastodon. I find it fascinating and interesting, but. Yeah. Again, like I just, nah, I I have too much real world stuff going on. I'll just well, it, like I it's, it's, wind up it's where work I wind to up. Just to a new thing, right? Yeah, like yeah. And, and and that's so. The thought I derailed myself from five minutes ago <laughs> was uh, that like one of the things I see a lot of people saying is like, well, you know, on Twitter I could do X and it doesn't happen here, or you know, I I was expecting X and X isn't here, or or things like that where. People are coming to it, understandably, from a framework of like, well, this is what I'm used to, and this doesn't do that. And I've heard some annoying fucking Masto evangelists like, well, that's, you shouldn't want to do that, which is like, yeah, yeah fuck you. Like, people want what they want. Yeah, no but- full text search. That is, I understand why it's not on Mastodon, but it is yeah. hard for me. It's it's a weird change. I mean, Twitter search kind of tended to suck ass, but not it was there. the advanced search. You can massage oh, it to okay. get whatever well. you want out of it if you went to library school. Ah well, fair enough. Mm. Um, the basic search, but, but 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 I th- I feel like the the opportunity here, if you're in that position, is like to stop looking like how do I keep what I had and start saying kind of what you were saying, like what do I actually want now though? Like because right. there are things that Mastodon doesn't do that Twitter does that like might be an actual problem or someone. There are things that Mastodon doesn't do that Twitter does that might have just be like you're just used to doing that. But also like whether or not Mastodon is where this is. What's the place that's doing the thing that you actually most want right now? And like, how are you going to get that out of that space? And like, if you're looking at that, I feel like it gets a little bit easier to do some of the sort of exploring and homesteading yeah. instead of just like the re- regretful refugee sort of feeling of like, oh, I've l- stop thinking about what you're losing with that. And start thinking about like what you want to find right now. Well, and, and with Mastodon, you actually have the potential to like. I mean, obviously not everyone's a coder and open source doesn't do this for everybody, but it's more possible that what you have could turn into closer to what you want 
Yeah. Given that other people may want that as well. Yeah, exactly. And as opposed to Instagram, which is never going to get any more like I want, I'm pretty sure. Because like, me and Meta do not want the same things. Exactly. Like, like, like Meta and, and, and Twitter and Google, like none of these, not that Google has a like, you know, <laughs> viable social media product. But like, Anymore. You know, yeah. <laughs> I literally, this conference, again, I hate to keep harping on it, but it asked you for what your social media tags were and you had four options and one of them was Google+. That's somebody who hasn't updated the website in a while. I mean, does it, does, does it totally not exist anymore? I've, I don't think I, so. I can't does remember. It? Who knows? Like, like, does it matter, right? <laughs> I can answer if that we, question. If no one can tell, like, I'm pretty sure Google Wave is long dead. I, I think uh, Google Chat turned into Google oh, Chat. Oh, I'd love to talk to you about this, Josh, except I'm looking at a full screen beg page from $300 million endowment Wikipedia who could go fuck themselves. Yeah. Uh, yep. Let's see. But you know that's no, that, that's guess... slightly slightly less small banner at the top of MetaFilter. So you can <laughs> shut up about that banner, or you can code it yourself. No, 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 no. Like there's a like there's the reason like we hadn't like fussed with it more successfully earlier. It's it's a weirdly subtle little problem with the design. We've um, we've gotten I'm, some I'm very crabby. Why isn't this working better? Uh, messages that have been a little difficult to deal with. I'm sorry, that sucks. Hey, people, don't be shitty. Not, I realize they're not being the shitty, are Josh. Not... They're just. Not understanding, it's, maybe. Yes. I think I think at a certain point, like if you're not recognizing that there's a difference between your initial reaction to something and the truth of the matter, you might be being shitty just by not trying not to be shitty. Just saying, it's your like, words, not mine. Google yeah, Plus okay. is indeed defunct. Oh, okay. I finally got past the Wikipedia. Oh, here's a throwback. I saw Dave Weiner being really excited on Mastodon about Mastodon because of its support for RSS. Yeah, so like, I saw that it's, too. It's, it's 2001 on Metafilter again, except for Dave's happy instead of like angry. Or Absolutely angry. pissed off. Yeah. Oh, you want yeah. to hear another really interesting thing about Mastodon? Jason Scott hasn't blocked me there yet. Oh, interesting. He has blocked me on all other social media and I don't even know why. Yeah, I don't know what he's up to because I preemptively block him. <laughs> You're smart. Uh, smart guy. Let's keep moving. Yep. Yeah, anyway, um, so yeah, I don't know. I do, that was probably an appropriate amount of like random freeform ranting about it. I think but so. I think and also, I, just for people listening, um, I wrote a, sort of a 1,500-word article about how to get started with Mastodon for oh, nice. Computers and Libraries magazine. But if somebody's confused and really feels like they don't know what the what is, feel free to send me a message. I'll be happy to send you a preprint of it. You should, you should uh, uh, put that on projects if that's... It's is not it literally a fucking only, it, link it? because the website for computers in libraries just clicks you through to a subscribe page and not the actual oh, content. That's bullshit. It's that's 2022, bullshit. Josh. You put it up on archive. Uh, whatever. I don't own the copyright um, <laughs> to it for another three months. Okay. Well, well, in three months, you should put it on project. Um, you know who has a lot of advice for me, Josh? Men. Men have a lot of advice for me, Josh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> should we talk about other things we liked on MetaFilter? Um, just to not make it all 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 Twitter top to bottom. Oh yeah, but um, I just do have one more Twitter link, which is oh sure, um, the best of dying Twitter um, oh. <laughs> thread too, which is just it's it's funny. Yeah, and I, and, and I enjoy this is what I enjoy about current Twitter the most is all of these wacky what the hell is going on people making yeah. grab assy jokes there. 
Yeah, there, 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 were, there was some real good uh, last day of school, here comes summer uh, feelings when people were like, oh boy, this is going to get fucked. Yeah. Let's all... Yeah. Just have a good time, and yeah. I, I that was a that was a good uh, few days. Yeah, um, and now it just feels fucking weird. And also, like a lot of people, just sort of like existing in the substrate without engaging with the sort of meta commentary, which is understandable, um, if ethically complicated. Um, let's see. Here's a post. <laughs> Let's 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 veer hard on my particular uh, interests. Here's oh, a post neat. from Juvenile the other day of uh, Incremental Game, a, a, an idle game called Advent Incremental, uh, which is an Advent calendar style incremental game where you have a new little. What does Incremental uh, Game mean? An Incremental Game is like Cookie Clicker. It's a game where that's the a clicker game, Josh. I learned yes. that from you. <sighs> yes, uh, clickers and idle games and incremental games are basically is incremental synonymous. game like. Forget it. I'm going to try and explain a game I vaguely remember that you probably don't even know about. So, sure, it's like no, a I it's like it. a game that has like a this is like an iPhone game, and you have like a little shape, and you have to do something around the outside of the shape, and then it expands, and there's another shape inside it, and you have to do a thing inside of that shape. It's like it feels like Tempest. That video game where you have to perform something on the outside yeah. shape and the inside shape comes from ah fuck yeah, I have no I'll idea. have to yeah, look it, at my it, purchased yeah. stuff and see what the hell it was but yeah, it felt curious, like this where there's always I, I, like level yeah. level 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 yeah I, I, I like shapes so I'm interested mm. uh, in, in general incremental games idle games uh, clicker games it's sort of three words for the same thing but there are enough sort of like mechanical subgenres in which which kind of focus there is that like people will sometimes use different specific words, but it's kind of all the same soup. The idea is it's, it's usually a fairly non gamey game where you aren't running a little dude around on a map. There's no action, anything like that. It's just kind of a spreadsheet game where you're clicking on this to make that number go up faster, which lets you click on this other thing more often, which feeds back and like you're making the numbers go up. Like that's really the whole thing. Uh, cookie Clicker, you were making more and more cookies over time. Uh, Advent Incremental, you're helping make toys for Christmas, I guess. So, like, every day it unveils a new little mini incremental game that does something slightly different. And, you know, the first day you're um, – I don't even remember um, – you're chopping down trees and planting trees to get wood. And the second day you're uh, building a foundation for your thing. And the third day you're digging up coal. The fourth day you're, you know, it's like, it, it's just little thematic things that apparently they're developing in real time this year. Uh, which is why some of the bugs that people were noticing like on day one still haven't been fixed. Cause well, we were busy building day 10 before the 10th comes around, but it's an advent calendar. So you get another one every day and it's, it's a very cute idea and I'm enjoying it and hopefully they'll fix some of the annoying bugs, but uh, I've found it totally playable uh, and I'm having a good time. And thanks juvenile for, uh, you know, scratching that particular itch. Man. You don't happen to off the top of your head. know the key command for showing your purchased stuff oh, Jesus, in the no. app store do you <laughs> no it's i do so, not oh my god <laughs> well i can i can talk about another link if you want to keep looking sure um there is a very nice post uh pendragon made this post to a uh video by matt parker aka stand up maths who I, i'm i'm sure i've talked about before i've probably posted a couple times before um but he's a australian guy who just talks in an enthusiastic and accessible way about math ideas so he's very very fun to watch does a good job of explaining and being excited about math and making it not too opaque uh, and this is a video about 
folding the same net into two shapes, which if you watch the video, find out, you will explain. Um, and it's really interesting, uh, but it's a weird subtle problem. But when he says net, he means like, imagine a cube. Okay. Like take, take a cube, um, a paper cube, and then sort of like undo a bunch of the edges from each other. So you can lay it out as sort of like a flat set of six squares that are attached to each other that you could then fold back up into a cube. Right. Like, like sort of like a, Tetris PC vibe. Yeah, yeah, no, I get, um, I get that part. I think. Right. So, I so, think. so, 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 the laid-out flat bit—that's a net. It's just it. It's a, it's a foldable, essentially collection of planes that then turn into something. And any any shape you can make, you can cut the edges and turn it into a net if it has like you know flat faces. Um, one of the things that is not obvious at all is the idea that you could take a single net and then fold it up in two different ways to get two different shapes. Um, oh yeah okay and this is about well yes you can and it, it, Matt talks about like hey look here is here is sort of how you get to that idea it is possible to fold this set of like this this net of squares up and get two different shapes which is like exciting and weird um, you know there's some caveats on that but uh, but it's a it's a cool thing and he demonstrates it well and then he demonstrates it's possible to do the same net into three different shapes for for a certain uh, sort of setup and it, it, it's it's a fun video it's neat math it's it's one of those things where like you don't have to be a math person to get this stuff which is because some of my he's favorite really stuff. into it and well and because like it's such a strong visual and spatial idea like this is one of the things like i really like the stuff he does because it feels like it's a good level of accessibility but also i think he kind of likes the same stuff i like yeah is nice. the thing because like i love i love math i do math recreationally i make mathematical art and there's a lot of math that i just really cannot fucking hack at all like right. I, don't watch I mean back to that like why YouTube. are all wikipedia math articles impossible yeah like like i i as soon as as soon as you hit basically anything more complicated than x equals one in terms of symbolic representation i just fucking glaze over i can't i can't do it um i like reading writing about math i like descriptions of mathematical ideas i can't fucking read a formula without losing my mind so matt does a great job of like explaining stuff and he also picks stuff that tends to present well in a video and uh this is a great example of it it's very fun you don't have to know fuck all about math if you like sort of cubes and you like origami a little bit this is a good video to watch and you might get excited about a thing just like oh it turns out even though it's math yeah i'm into it um so i really like that thanks pendragon yes thank you i figured out why i was having no luck on my desktop machine it's because the app is an ios app and <laughs> i'm just gonna have to figure it out on the phone at a later time but i'll drop it in the thread right. um i wanted to mention um Romy's, uh specific post about north north norse mythology and um cool uh sort of cloud stuff um but also the uh sponsored post 2022 tag because me and eyebrows i believe um all did a bunch of sponsored posts as part of the metafilter fundraiser and you can see 14 posts that are tagged with sponsored post yes did eyebrows make her posts doesn't if she didn't add she didn't add her tags if uh if she did um but yeah there's a bunch of neat stuff that posted specific because Realme was basically offering to do uh, like big Megalink posts, whereas I was just like, nah, give me a topic and uh, 
Yeah, I don't know if Eyebrows has done it or not, so uh, I'll follow up with Eyebrows. Yeah. Um, yeah, that whole thing was very nice. And you made a Mager Sponge post for me, and thank you very much. And you, like, th- th- that was really, the, Josh, was, like it, a $50 post, and you decided to make it on something really complicated. I am aware it's not complicated for you. I mean, but I was like, a what? See, but I think I had I think to I, learn things. I know, but but uh, and I'm, I'm I'm sorry about that. Um, but <laughs> but but I feel like I feel like it was a very good investment on my part and a well targeted one. Because here's my thing: fifty dollars. Okay, I didn't pay for like the the the, the mega mega post. I said, okay, well, get a few links in there, and that'll be about as much as other people will want to read. Like you know, if 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 I was if I was requesting this as like my like last meal sort of <laughs> level thing, I would want I would want to get a bunch of mathematicians together to put together like the most exhaustive things so I'd see stuff I'd never seen before. Yeah. Um, but what I wanted was other people to see stuff at an yes. accessible level, and I feel like you fucking nailed that. You hit just the right amount of sort of like here is some ways of understanding these things. Here's some basic accessible sort of like here's a starting point that other people would like get in a way if, if I made a maker sponge post. I would be annoying about it, right? Like I'm just way Maybe. too fucking up my own butt on on that whole set of objects at this point. Um, but also now you know a little bit more about this shit. So next time I go off on it, I know I've got you a little bit more in the pocket in terms of like starting point. So like a little more was, in the pocket. I was also paying you fifty dollars to take an interest in something that I'll discuss in future podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. If we if we really want to get into a terrifying transactional interpretation of it. Um, so the game is called Kubricks, <laughs> and it's uh, I found Kubrick's. it. I found it on my phone. So basically, you have to like move the cubes around until you have a path that a little thing can follow, and then right. once you get that, you it, it the outside expands and the inside becomes a new path that you have to make. It's a really fun game, actually. All right, I will I will make a note because I've yeah. been playing just absolute trash on my phone lately. Um, Let's see. Uh, other other quick things that I liked on Metafilter. There was this post from uh, Taz. Uh, hi, Taz. Of, hey, uh, Taz. Uh, of a game called Myrtle that is like ha, uh, ha, ha. <laughs> a, a daily uh, murder mystery logic puzzle, um, which if you know what they are, you immediately know what they are. And if you don't and you look, maybe you'll recognize them as like, oh, that was that was some of the puzzles that I didn't do in my my puzzle books I got as a kid. Because that's that was my experience with them. Uh but uh Are the but logic it, puzzles the ones where it's like Bob can sit next to Carol, but Carol can't sit next to Bill, but Bob and Bill need to sit next to each other. Where's everybody sitting kind of thing? Sort of it's a it's a more formalized specific format with like a sort of cross grid of like you know there's these five people there's these five things they brought with them there's the five rooms that they were found in and there's the five things they were saying at the moment that they were killed when they're something exploded or whatever i get it um you know murder mystery <laughs> tends to be some sort of death going on uh but yeah it's just like it's a, and it's just like a daily thing and uh yeah if you're into that it's great uh i'm just sort of okay about it i might go back and play some more of it i posted a little bit about my sort of like thoughts and experiences with them historically but uh but like it's if you want it if you want a daily puzzle boom there you go good find boom uh i wanted a short call out just because uh the title of this by etrigan which is a single link post to a fascinating article about streetlights and sourcing and single sourcing and LEDs and whatever. But the title, The Sky Over the City of Vancouver, was the color of a television tuned to a Prince conference. 
con- yes. conference concert is just such a fantastic callback to you know the first line of uh, it's like neuromancer right I, I believe so and i was just like oh yeah we're all growing old together and yeah. it made me happy and the article's fascinating and the conversation and the thread is fascinating so it was like Excellent. good good and good thanks etrigan um a couple of math things that i'm going to call out but not even get into because i over time because we got a hard uh, stop we got a hard stop yeah we got we got we got to get some ask me in here before we're done um uh gwint made a nice post about penrose tiles and specifically a tool called pattern collider where you can explore them oh, neat. Uh, penrose ties tilings and related tilings are rotationally symmetric but non-translationally symmetric tilings which is a whole thing and i won't get into it but there's a tool to play with it's very pretty and there's some nice uh uh videos in the post uh explaining the whole context of the thing if you want to learn a little bit a little bit of the math so that's neat uh good post and also automatronic made a post about a very exciting extremely niche uh, <laughs> oh my thing, god which is which oh is the my fact god that, Everything in Conway's Game of Life can be constructed from 15 gliders, which is the news. And if you don't know about life, it means nothing. And to be clear, like, it doesn't mean anything about, like, life life. But Conway's Game of Life, I've talked about, I've posted about, it is a 2D cellular automata automata game, um, which is the one that people know, even if they don't know that they know it. Because it's like, it was easy to make run on old computers, so there would be, like, Game of Life implementations but it's like little little pixely cells growing and shrinking and and uh people have done amazingly complicated things with it including building fully functioning you know turing equivalent machines running in life and this is about people figuring out how how much they could reduce the starting point from you know if you can just like paint an arbitrarily large machine out of like millions of cells then sure you can make anything you want that you know how to make but you have to lay that out. And the question is, what if instead we could just use 15 tiny little machines placed in this space and just hit go and let them build arbitrarily humongous, crazy things? And it's, it's, it's a fascinating sort of process of figuring out how you go. The write-up has some information that is like reasonably accessible. You know, it's a little bit inside baseball because the people doing this are the hardest of hardcore life nerds, but there's still sort of like a, well, we had to figure out how to do X and then we had to figure out how to do Y, which is equivalent to X, but like, you know, is more interesting to us. And then we had to figure out how to do Z, which is equivalent to Y, but it's more. And so like that stepping along, you know, X is painting a giant grid of things and Y, Z, Q, M, L, you know, eventually you go several steps. Is this steps you of, not getting into it? Yes, this is me not getting into oh it. The point God. is like, it, it goes like a bunch of gems and eventually it comes down to that thing where like, and that's how we use 15 gliders to make this, which is equivalent to 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 making literally anything in the universe. And it's fascinating. It's so great. It's, it's it, it, pointless. Why do they do this? I don't know, but it's great. Cool. Um, read the thread if you want. And if not, uh, don't. Last thing for me, if you missed my free to be you and me post, you should go read it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's fine to move on. That's it. I, I, I do not know what it's about, so yes. Yeah, it's fine to um, move on. Yeah. And, and my one last uh, thing, a uh, big shameless catch-up uh, bullshitting grab-ass thread with a bunch of links about takes about Yay, ketchup. Hey, by Fizz. By Fizz, who uh, has been posted again recently, which I'm very delighted by. And, That's and, awesome. Uh, hey, yeah. welcome back, Fizz. It's, it's nice to see you back around on the site, Fizz. Um, and and way to way to start up 
start like 20 catch-up fights at once, and also we argued about mayo, I think. Um, I don't... All right, that, that's it for the blue for me. All right. I have a story to tell you about Ask Money Filter. All right. So back in late October, when suddenly it turned out money stuff was much, much worse than we thought it was going to be, and we thought we had time that it turned out we didn't have time for, and I was staying up at night with, uh, you know, the fear that I'm sure you're very familiar with without <laughs> getting into it. Um, I kind of decided that if we were really in like a weird, potentially sight-ending jam, um, that of course was going to be a real problem for a lot of people, myself included, uh, I wanted to kind of understand a little bit more what that loss would be like instead of just pretending like it wasn't going to happen. And to be fair, we're now well out of those woods. And thank you to everyone who worked hard on that, including people who donate, the steering committee who's worked their ass off, the staff who's also worked their ass off. Um, So I stopped going to Ask Metafilter as a kind of just a, I don't know, like a penance. I don't know why. Like I just stopped going because, you know, I was there every day. I was answering many questions every day and I just stopped going. And the thing that's been kind of weird is I haven't started up again yet, even though I'd like to and I should. And it's one of my favorite places on the Internet. But for whatever reason, I was holding it at arm's length temporarily and it's been hard to get back to it. So I don't have as much for this section as my way of saying, which is normally not me. So sure, letting yeah. you know that. Oddly enough, I have more than usual. Hey, so, uh, good. You got 20 out. minutes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and then um, I have to go to work at the library. All right. Uh, uh, well, uh, I asked a question. I do Which have I've been couple, trying to do a little yes. bit more often. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was, uh, and it's hey! basically, you know, what is, what is your check please hand signal? Um, because I was doing that at a restaurant and then like I was there with a friend and we disagreed about what in theory it means, even though it obviously it meant, Hey, please be on the check. Cause the check showed up. And then we asked the, 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 the waiter and she was like, Oh yeah, no. And I think that means this third thing. And which is also the thing that most people uh, in the thread were saying, which makes sense. Cause she's the one who's actually, you know, working the job and food service and we're the two people thinking idly about it. Um, but yeah, it just turned into an interesting pile of answers, not all in agreement, but a real strong sort of consensus in general, um, on like, well, it's like you're writing in the air as if as if you were writing a check or as if you were signing a check or as if you were saying, hey, please write out my thing. Or as if you're saying like, you know, See, to here me, is it. it's as if you're signing your credit card slip. But yeah. Yeah. Like like that, that that's what I would think it would mean. And that fits like my you know experience of like it's almost always been paying with a credit card and either signing the slip or well, yeah, or signing the slip. Uh, but I'd never really thought about it. It was like it was one of those osmosis gestures. So I, I was really. I was really satisfied to see a lot of people like having, oh, well, obviously strong opinions that like didn't always necessarily <laughs> agree with each other. Right. Like it's one of those things we all have to figure this out at some point and you probably don't get taught it at any point. Uh, right. You just watch weird. other grownups do it when you're younger and then exactly. eventually you get it. Exactly. So uh, thanks everybody for participating in that. I, I, I thought it was really interesting. It was well, nice and it's to- interesting at the end, Buxton the Red is like, oh, it's like, please bring the card terminal, which like not a thing we have as much in the U.S. for whatever stupid reason. Yeah. But in the U.K., it's like the absolute normal way to pay. Like somebody brings over the little terminal, you run your own card. You don't just give your card to a stranger who wanders off with it for an indefinite, you know, indeterminate amount of time. Yeah. Very interesting. 
Uh, I did want to point out, speaking of the hard work that everybody did, uh, Rebent worked with um, worked with uh, steering committee staff, you know, volunteers to make uh, the MeFi Gift Guide 2022. Yeah. Um, questions that help people find gifts, and then a big MetaFilter post. Um, that you know came with like press releases that went out to uh, various you know social media and media people to um, give people some ideas about what you might want to uh, be shopping for and it was a huge labor of love and I just wanted to say thanks and it's cool yeah good work um, I enjoyed uh, this uh, question that's sort of like a book theme question, which seems like a very <laughs> meta-filtered sort of thing. Uh, this is a question from Justice Guy, you know, uh, saying his wife has a copy of Oranges by John McPhee next to Oranges Are Not the Only Fruit by Jeanette Winterson. What else could go on that shelf to sort of ah, this thematic see? discussion? I miss ass meta-filter terribly for stuff like this. <laughs> It seemed like a very you sort of question. Oh. Um, oh. So if, it, it, it's fun to read, and if you have more to add, add it. Um, I also, this this was fascinating and feels like it should just turn into a post, but I didn't check yet to see whether it had. Um, there's a question, what's up with these old French cars from Selenized, uh, where they were watching something and there were cars driving around with gas cylinders stuffed to their roofs. What's going on with that? It turns out what's going on with that is there were a ton of cars in like, you know, uh, World War II era in particular running on something other than gasoline because like gasoline was, you know, expensive and being, oh, you know, wow. used by state uh, to, to, you know, for military stuff, presumably. Um, so I, I guess it was a very big thing in French, but also other places. There was different forms of them. There was like bags of gas. There was like cylinders. There was firewood running things. Um, wow. It's bizarre. It looks like, it really looks like something out of a weird, like made up steampunky bullshit thing. Uh, but this was just like, this was some like, you know, early mid-century uh, history. And no reason you couldn't do it still now. Like it's probably fussy probably, and dirty yes. and there are a pain probably in the ass, legal, but legal reasons. Well, why yeah, you can't yeah, but do like now, but like okay, reasons. Let, 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 legal reasons are reasons. Let me let me restate. There's there there's probably nothing about an no internal combustion engine that in, means in a near term post apocalyptic situation. What I don't think about from... near term post apocalypses. <laughs> I'm just saying, like this, uh, like this makes maybe more sense than Mad Max. Go back to Twitter. Like, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know anyway, it's I, fascinating. It's fascinating and weird, and and yes, um, if this has not been a metafilter post yet uh, or recently, someone should just go ahead and make one because it's so cool. It's such a weird, I had no idea sort of bit of history. Uh, the one other thing I have for Ask Metafilter is da, 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 sci-fi survey course. From Darchildre, Darchildre, whatever, a dart. A librarian, Darchildre, Darchildre. Mm. Uh, I want to read through a list of classic, foundational, influential sci-fi novels and short stories, but I got to make the list. What needs to go on the list? So it's a classic list generating thread it's got 65 answers it's still open 
classic sci-fi go. Love it. All right. Yeah. Um, I have one other as well, uh, which is also from just this guy. You know, apparently I'm either stalking him or he's somehow pandering to my very limited lens into Ask Me. But, uh, but he asked a few weeks ago, you know, could you run an LED light at night to attract bugs and then somehow ingest those bugs to make enough electricity to run the light? Um, and it got three answers, um, two from Moon Milk and one from Away from Away for Regrooving, which is a great username I had not Away for Regrooving? Yep. Love it. Love it. Um, and yeah, so like there's, there's, there's not a whole lot of engagement, but there's a couple of uh, attempts at real answers. Uh, and uh, yeah, in theory, in theory, maybe you could sort of do it. It's, you just maybe need a lot of flies. So, um, right. Which is not yeah. actually how carnivorous plants eat their flies. <laughs> they eat their flies yeah. more like snakes eat whatever. Yeah. One meal uh, digest for a day. But great question. Love it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that, that, that's that's what I have from Ask. Um, is there stuff from MetaTalk we should? I mean, uh, I do think a quick just the ongoing of? fundraiser. There should be an update coming out real soon. I'm aware that it feels weird to people that there were three updates that came out relatively on time, and one that is now delayed by a bit. Um, but I think you know U.S. holidays and also the overlap of events with the fundraisers has caused that to happen. So I just ask yeah. people to please be patient which I know is difficult and it's not easy for me either, but do your best. And just that's been going great and has really been a lot of meta talk. And there's, you know, there's event stuff going on. I am talking next week uh, about like, let's talk to Jessamine about uh, the internet on uh, Tuesday the 13th uh, nice. in, the, in um, America East Coast evening time. So if you want to yeah. come chat with me, come chat with me. Do it. Um, there's, uh, Metafilter Macedon server. Uh, oh, right, right, right. I forgot all about Pro- that. Great. Pronoic has uh, gotten up and running and it's still sort of a work in progress, but it's, it's actively working. Um, the post about it was open for about a month and now it's closed. And, and I think this might be just a normal pause to get some shit together. But if you're super keenly interested in that and missed the boat prior, um, probably drop Pronoic a line, but otherwise uh, that's a that's a nice uh, little experimental thing, and people are hanging out there, and it's great. Yeah, I've seen a lot um, of people, you know, in my socials on my librarian Macedon uh, coming over from Efi Social, like just you know, because obviously it's part of the Fediverse, and uh, that's been neat, really neat. Yeah, um, and uh, we we mentioned it earlier, but there was here, here's the actual Meta Talk post. I'll include oh, link yeah, to yeah, for yeah. the Mefi post for sale, just for reference with what's going on there. Um, yeah, I think I raised $700 for the site just by doing sponsored posts. Fucking A. Yeah, I was pretty happy with that. And I may be, there may be one or two I have left to do. I'm not 100% sure. Like, life intervened. Once the holiday season starts, everything falls apart. Um, yeah. And a shout out to my friend Boncliff, uh, because we had Jimsmas again this past weekend, where my gym, not on display, and other gym, Boncliff, who I met at the same day at a meetup and who both have the same day, month, year, birthday, and first and middle name. Uh, we all get together and celebrate the birthday, and we just did that last weekend. It was fun. Nice. Yeah, and Mary R. would have come, but uh, was home with COVID. Yeah, that's a good reason to stay home. Yeah, I thought so. Um, there was a nice post recently from Brainwain about what the oh, yeah, this was so good. board does. Uh, so if you're curious about that and want some more detail on sort of what the board does, the history of it, et cetera. Uh, she laid it out really well there. So uh, please go take a look. Yeah, they've been really um, 
Go in fact, I'm going to go. I'm going as far as say, if you're not sure that you're actually interested, go read it anyway. Because fuck it, take an interest. Yeah, and uh, um, now uh, I've got access to the MeFi GitHub. And one of the things that was always like driving me crazy was that MeFi BIPOC board didn't have dates by the meeting mm. times, and you could like hover your mouse over and figure out when the meetings happened. But it became less clear when the last meeting was, when the next meeting was, blah blah, and um, I got to fix it myself. Yay. And go Global BIPOC Board. Um, there was some nice discussion in that thread just about why it's called the Global BIPOC Board and what they're up to and what their priorities are and how you can get involved. And uh, I'm excited about that. Can I tell you something absolutely perverse? Uh, <laughs> not not really. Uh, to, I, th- having had enough time away from Metafilter stuff to like really have taken uh, a lot of the edge off things. Like there's a part of my brain that has thought recently, you know, I could probably help out with some of the coding. It's like, no, no, no. But you I know, mean, the, the, the brain went there. Like, maybe, maybe I'll revisit it next which year. <laughs> you feel like you could commit to helping with a project. Yeah. It See, would be cool. That's the thing. You're right? not there yet. Yeah. No. And, <laughs> I don't want to hear about it anymore. Those are my two things. I love you like a brother, Josh Millard. But no more glee at, (laughs) I'm not going to help for now because it's a self-help thing that you should, self-care thing that you should be doing for yourself. But you can just keep those thoughts in your head. I, I agree. And that'd be great. H- h- hence the perversity. So, uh, <laughs> But perversity we'll, we'll doesn't there, mean but. this is going to make you see red. The perversity well, is no, like... But it's, 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 uh, well, it's... Well, the, the imp of the perverse perversity. Yes. Anyway, oh, yeah. But, you know, I just read a book where there's like an ADHD protagonist and he's got serious imp of the perverse problems in that way. And it's hilarious. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's written very interestingly. Um because it gets him into trouble, and yet you also it also helps in some you know ways to yeah. remain ways to remain seen later. It's cool, but yeah, yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. Maybe later. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's I think that's it. I think I think we may get out with an achingly short uh, 85 minutes here. Hey, uh, that's tremendous of us. Um, but yeah. Hey, it's 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 nice to do a podcast again. Yeah. I realize you know this, it's going to be weird because people are going to be hearing one in a few days, but it's been uh, it's been a couple months since we like had a good chatter. And uh, yeah, I guess it's, that's it's true. Nice it's been over two months, so yeah, yeah, it's 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 way past time. And uh, yeah. yeah, maybe we'll get Adrian on a future podcast. I think that'll be really nifty. Think, and if you want to talk to me next Tuesday, uh, sign up for MetaFilter events. Yes, go do that. Go get go get more Jessamine in your life, and I'll I'll make sure we get this posted before then. So this is a useful uh, reminder. Excellent. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later, friend. All right. Nice talking to you, friendo. Can you get nostalgia from a license plate? Or the dull brown fender of a cutlass or an 88? So many ways to feel beside an Oldsmobile, squinting in the sun-dried waste still cry.